0: around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've
1: been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Deserts bare man I breathe the mountain air, man I travel I've had my share, man I've
0: been everywhere Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025 That's 1-800-387-8025 Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy
2: Maxa Welcome aboard, I am Rudy Maxa your genial radio show host and this is a show dedicated entirely to the topic of travel. This first hour, we're going to be talking with celebrated author and essayist essayist, Paul Theroux about his favorite place in the world. You've probably heard of his first best best-selling book, The Great Railway Bazaar, or the book that became the movie called The Mosquito Coast. Theroux's written dozens of nonfiction and fiction uh, books, often about exotic destinations, so I was most interested in where he goes to find peace and refuge. In a moment, we'll take an advanced look at travel for next weekend, Memorial Day weekend with an expert from TripAdvisor.com. And then you'll learn the results of a survey that identifies the airlines that are the most generous and those that are the most stingy when making award seats available for trade-in for frequent flyer miles. Oh, this, uh, there are a couple airlines that get really bad report card on this one. A couple that get very good. And maybe you saw the story of the elderly couple who failed to attend a safety briefing this week aboard a seaborne cruise ship, and they were kicked off the ship. Well, we're going to talk with the travel agent who booked them on that cruise and see what he has to say about the event. Uh, One housekeeping detail, if you were with me last weekend when we interviewed uh, National Geographic traveler's digital nomad Andrew Evans, you know he had just returned from South Africa, but he wouldn't tell us where he was headed this week. Well, now I know. Three days after landing from South Africa in Washington, D.C., his home, he headed off to Norway. You can follow his travels in Norway in real time at digitalnomad.nationalgeographic.com. We're going to end this hour with some deals of the week you might find attractive, but let's start as we always do with a look at this week's news and travel. Well, this weekend, for the first time, a private company will launch a rocket to the International Space Station. Well, it was supposed to launch that rocket. Early Saturday morning, just half a second before liftoff, the launch was aborted. Half a second before. Three, two, one, half a second. Uh, The delay was reportedly due to a computer glitch in an engine and the next launch date is set for Tuesday. This unmanned flight is mostly a test, though it is carrying a cargo of non-perishable food and other housekeeping items for the spaceport. This is all part of NASA's long-range plan to get the government out of the space station business in order to devote more research dollars to exploring deep space. Eventually, if all goes according to plan, private industry will have its own astronauts in the space station. Well, it's taken more than 10 years since 9-11, but by this December, airlines must screen all cargo packages on flights to the U.S. What? You say you thought that was already being done? The 9-11 Commission recommended that long ago, that's true, but it's the rulemaking stage that's lasted three years. We wouldn't want to rush these things now, would we? You know those ads inviting you to get a certain credit card or sign on to an airline's frequent flyer program to earn free flights? Well, the government wants folks to either deliver those free flights or drop the word free from those ads. Some airlines charge taxes and fees on flights that are claimed as award tickets, especially British Airways. It demands outrageous payments for award tickets. The Transportation Department wants airlines and others to let customers know up front how much a so-called free award ticket will really cost in fees. And I couldn't agree more. A Florida man may face five years in jail after he was arrested for shining laser beams at passenger aircraft taking off from Orlando's airport. He did it 23 times between January and March, according to prosecutors. (sighs) Idiot. Okay. We got a major holiday travel weekend coming up next week. Memorial Day kicks off the summer holidays, of course. It's a popular time for travels. Brooke Ferencic is a travel expert and director of communications with TripAdvisor, and as you might imagine, TripAdvisor keeps a close eye on the travel habits of Americans. Welcome to the show, Brooke. First of all, did I pronounce your last name correctly?
3: You hit it spot on, Rudy. I'm glad to be able to join you.
2: Well, nice to have you here. Is this going to be a, another big weekend for motorists and flyers?
3: You bet. I, you know, TripAdvisor.com conducted a survey of more than 1,800 U.S. travelers, and you know what we found out? No. The Americans, they're bullish on summer vacations.
2: Excellent. Well, that's good news for the travel industry and for America.
3: Absolutely. So we found that 86% of travelers are planning to take summer trips this year, which is actually up from 81% just a year ago. And as far as Memorial Day is concerned, uh, we actually found that 34% are planning to take Memorial Day trips, which is up. Uh, which is actually up 6% from, from one year ago. So people are definitely getting out. They're definitely planning their, their summer travel, and uh, people are excited about it. And I think that, you know, we've found that over the years, Americans, it's, we typically get two to three weeks vacation. People are committed. They are absolutely dedicated to taking those summer trips. They need it to unwind. They need it to unplug. They need it to recharge. And people aren't going to get deterred from doing it despite any outside influences.
2: Well, I call that a leading economic indicator. I call that good news. What percentage of us drive and what percentage of us fly on Memorial Weekend?
3: You know, Memorial Day is definitely a driving holiday. Seventy percent of Americans will be hitting the road. Um, People will be flying this summer, too. Um, We found more than 60 percent will be flying. Um, But certainly for Memorial Day, it's it's a big driving holiday. And uh, weekend getaways are, um, you know, there are a lot of great weekend getaway options. Certainly, you know, the, the savvy travelers doing their research and find a lot of good deals still, you know, you can research on TripAdvisor for for some great options and inspiration. But, uh, yeah, people are hitting the road, no doubt.
2: And you can check out your hotel and what other people thought of your hotel on TripAdvisor. What, what, uh, Brooke, are you finding for the distances that people are willing to drive now on a holiday?
3: You know, uh, as far as distances, 27% 27% of those that we surveyed will travel between 100 and 200 miles to get to their getaway spot, which is, was the highest percent. About 20% said they'll go between 50 to 100 miles. And then 17% said they're going to drive more than 500 miles. So people are eager and ambitious and willing to go that distance uh, to get that getaway for Memorial Day. It's obviously that, that you know, official kickoff to summer, and, and people are ready to go.
2: And I know you also calculated the top five most popular kinds of destinations this year. You got that at your fingertips?
3: Indeed. Yeah, you know what was interesting, Rudy? The the most popular summer destination types, I would have suspected that a beach getaway would have been number one. And and actually, it's a city getaway. So 58% of travelers said the city is the number one type of getaway spot that they're going to plan this summer. Ocean was number two. It was 41%. 20%, 20%, one in five Americans are planning to visit a national park. Good. 18% said they're going to go to a lake, and, and 16% said they're going to go to a resort.
2: And I also note that you said 40% say the main reason for visiting their destination is due to tradition or it's a favorite place, while 27% are going for a new experience. Um, do those numbers change over the years? Or is that pretty steady?
3: You know, it's actually the first time that TripAdvisors asked that question, and we were just kind of curious. You know, do people just do they get into a routine, or are they interested in kind of mixing it up and getting something a little bit new every year? And so, I do think it's interesting that people kind of like to to do tradition. You know, Americans like that favorite place to go for summer, and and one of the reasons that I suspect this is that people get to their destination. They can quickly just settle in. They don't need to spend time kind of getting the lay of the land. They can right. get to their destination. They know where they're gonna want to the attractions they're gonna want it. They're going to know the places they're going to want to eat. And they can spend more time the computer's unplugging going to right away.
2: Brooke six, the Director of Communications and a Travel Expert for Tripadvisor.com. We'll be right back. In-
0: To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com.
2: I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story, and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash
4: stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Get in the zone! Summer's coming, so make sure your battery can handle the heat. Get it tested for free today at AutoZone before you get stranded. And if yours needs replacing, go with a proven tough Duralast battery only at AutoZone. They're built with patented technologies to deliver the most power during startup in even the most extreme conditions. As temperatures go up, keep your battery going strong with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do.
5: Get in the zone.
4: AutoZone.
1: If you have gout, listen closely. That's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it, and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level.
4: And now, GEICO presents 30 Seconds with Maxwell the Pig. Uh, Hey, everyone. I'm Maxwell, and um, my life is kind of awesome because whenever GEICO wants to talk about their new mobile app, they're like, "Um, hey, Maxwell, you feel like coming to the studio and, and talking about how the app lets you manage your policy, you know, and get roadside help and even customize it with your favorite GEICO character? And I'm like, maybe... Are there going to be snacks? (laughs) Everything you
5: love about Geico, now mobile. Download the new Geico app today.
0: To join Rudy Maxa, call 800 387 8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's world.
2: And this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. It helps leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. And right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, I'll give you that URL again again in a minute if you want to write it down. If you visit that site, you can read the newest story in a series of true travel, travel tales, very short, I think like four sentences long. And be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a woman with scary symptoms while on a trip to the Mediterranean finds herself fearing the worst. To find out the true story of what happened and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. To reach me, write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. We talked with journalist and author Pico Iyer a few weeks ago as part of our regular feature called Places of the Heart here at Rudy Max's World, and I sort of wanted to continue in the literary vein. I'm delighted to welcome very prolific writer and novelist Paul Theroux to the show. You know one of his first best-selling books, The Great Railway Bazaar, and his books have been made into movies as well, including The Mosquito Coast. Paul's newest novel is going to be released later this month. It's called The Lower River. It's a story of a former Peace Corps volunteer in the African country of Malawi who returns many years later to find a very different place. But then again, he's a very different man. I don't know any contemporary writer who better captures in prose the places as well as the fears and desires of people who travel than Paul Theroux himself uh, once a Peace Corps volunteer in Africa. When he's not traveling, Paul lives part of the year in Hawaii on the North Shore, and part of the year on Cape Cod. I thought he might pick either or both of those lovely destinations as his places of the heart. But Paul, I understand you're thinking of somewhere else, aren't you?
6: Yes, my heart is is at home. Sometimes when people ask me where I want to go, I say I want to go home. Uh, That's where I'm happiest. But the place that's in my heart is the coast of Maine. Uh, and I suppose you could say the state of Maine, but the coast in particular. It's a place I went when I was uh, just out of high school, um, probably senior in high school was the first time I went. And it made a deep impression on me. It, then uh, that was uh, 50 years ago, <laughs> and it 60 years ago maybe. Um, it was 1959.
2: And in what uh, context did you go, all by yourself or with a family? Or? I
6: went up with a friend um, who had family up there. And I had, some of my family is also from uh, the coast of Maine. And, but we went to visit, as it so happened, and visit uh, his family, a place called Stockton Springs, Maine, which is, if you look at a map of Maine, it's halfway up the coast. And he showed me uh, that place, his home, and then Camden, which is south of there. And then I got to know Rockland, which is a little bit south. And then I went to the University of Maine for, uh, for one year. That was my first year. And got to know Maine and Mainers and saw what a wonderful place it is and how it's not on, it's not on the way to anywhere. People, <laughs> you have to be, uh, you have to be uh, that has to be your destination. I mean, unless you're on the way to New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. But, but it's a place that you have to deliberately uh, try to get to. You don't happen upon it.
2: And if and you went is, to college there, you must have been there in all seasons, and uh, the winter appealed to you as well
6: yes I, well it doesn 't appeal, but it, but it has a reason for existence. I mean one of the points about Maine is the dramatic weather. Um, I think this is also true of, of of the midwest that Oklahoma and Nebraska have dramatic weather they have thunderstorms and, um, and great heat, too. But Maine has this, this tremendous weather, very, very deep snow and very uh, low temperatures. But it has people that can take it. And I think it's the people in Maine that are, are part of it. You know, it's, one of the great things about travel is human architecture. It's not looking at buildings. It's looking at people and the way they live. And people in Maine have deep roots. They have real jobs. They work very hard. They love uh, the fact that they live in Maine. There's, culturally, they're part of Maine. I mean, if they have a counterpart in the world, it would be someone in the Punjab or someone in Ethiopia. They're people who, are, you know, people who have a community, a place where they belong. It's not, you know, we're from everywhere. They really do have a uniqueness of and a tenacity with the with the soil, and they also have jobs like. like you know, uh, lobstering, let's say, on the coast, which is—it's it, a—it's a job, it's a way of life, it's a commitment, it's a culture. It's almost like a cult, you know, because it's so territorial.
2: Well, I was going—I was just going to say, certainly, people in Maine are known as strong individualists, and I wonder how that affects visitors to the state.
6: They have a. Uh, pride in the state, so they love the idea that, that someone's coming to uh, to look at it and so that 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 someone appreciates it. Uh, someone, if you if you want, if you have the idea of going there, lobstering, you know, take up lobstering. Forget it. You it won't happen because they've got the whole coast locked up. But I mean, that's one of the reasons why lobstering is so successful. It's done by people who are really good at it, who take great pride and have have have, uh, have totally possessed it. Uh, so they have this. The, the work ethic is 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 very strong, and they have this. This um, you know they see that if you if you don't come from Maine, you're um you're uh, you're from away. They say you're from away.
2: My so guess see, is I'm sorry. Go ahead, Paul. No, they,
6: they 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 see great differences between themselves and other people. Uh, but uh, but they have they have a, a great sense of belonging, and. Mm-hmm. It's also a, it's a, it's a big, empty state. There's it a wilderness in Maine, so it's not just the coast.
2: Well, that's what I want to ask you about. Let me just, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Paul Theroux. He's joined us for our Places of the Heart segment, and he's talking about his affection for Maine, where he first visited right after high school 50 or 60 years ago, I dare say. Uh, I was going to ask, I, I think a lot of people can envision the coast, uh, thanks to books or movies, but what is Ma- the rest of Maine like?
6: The rest of Maine is various. It's, uh, uh, it's a place because of the, uh, the ice age. It's a place of uh, tremendous lakes and uh, 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 sinkholes and um, kettle, kettle holes. Uh, so there's a lot of water in Maine. There's, there's forests. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it, lo- logging goes on there. There's great flat stretches where, you know, in, in the north, what they call the county, Aroostook County, a, a huge place uh, where potatoes are grown. Uh, so it's very productive. Um, that, then there, in the south there's farmland, uh, there's mountains, there's Mount Katahdin, which is the, the, uh, the highest mountain in Maine, part of the presidential range, uh, written about by Henry David Thoreau, for, climbed in, in Thoreau's time for the first time. Uh, so it's, it, it, the landscape is, is, is various and wonderful. and. A lot of it, although it's it's logged and people fish and so forth, it still looks unspoiled. Um, From a plane, you look down when you're flying from Europe, you look down, the plane flies over Maine, and you can see back to State Park, this big green rectangle in Maine. You see as as the plane flies from uh, past uh, Newfoundland and then south.
2: Uh, and have you returned there to write or to find solace over the years? I
6: go every summer. I go every summer wow. to visit, uh, to visit, and um, to recharge my batteries. To, to travel, I go sailing. I go kayaking, uh, swimming. The water is very cold, so you don't want to swim there. But uh, you know, it's a very. Uh, a lot of states are very littered. Um, Hawaii is is a place where people throw trash out the window. People, we we pick it up, but. Uh, Maine, it's, it, it would be seen as a very bad thing in Maine to throw a beer can out the window. It's just not done. And so you, Maine is a very tidy state. It's a well-governed state. Um, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's, different. It's, it's neither a Democrat nor a Republican. They often have a, a, an independent uh, as governor. At the moment, no, but, but in, the past, in the past 20 years, they've had two or three independent governors.
2: And do uh, they consider this part of America, or are they sort of like Texas, <laughs> like we're, we're this distinct place?
6: No, no, no. They, 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 this, is, this is stars and stripes in the grain, America. It was once part of Massachusetts, but it's, um, there are people, you know, at the Battle of Gettysburg, it was the Mainers who turned the tide at the, the Battle of Little Round Top. Uh, th- so they're uh, tremendous uh, patriots. It's not like Texas at all. It's. Uh, uh, in, in, in respect to uh, 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 patriotism, uh, it was Joshua Chamberlain at, at the Battle of Gettysburg, and uh, it, it, his, his charge at Little Round Top is, is uh, commemorated by Civil War statues in many village greens in, in Maine. So this, that pride, is, it's another reason why, you know, July 4th is, is a great day in Maine. It's a place where you go and you know, eat, have bre- people have breakfast at the Grange Hall and uh, and there's uh, parades and whatnot. I think it's a, it's a really wonderful place, and it uh, restore, anyone wondering, you know, what's happening in this country or whatever, I, go to Maine and you'll see how, it's the way people ought to, ought to live.
2: Well, I gotta tell you, Paul, I was surprised at your choice, but I'm delighted with it. Thanks so much for joining us.
6: Thanks, Rudy, it's lovely to talk to you.
2: Writer and author Paul Theroux's latest book, it's coming out the, later this month in May, is titled the Lower River. It's the story of a former Peace Corps volunteer in an African country, in the African country, of Malawi, who goes back and finds a very different place. And Rudy Maxa's world is coming
0: right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program
2: anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On
6: Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more.
2: Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Get
5: in the zone.
4: Summer's coming, so make sure your battery can handle the heat. Get it tested for free today at AutoZone before you get stranded. And if yours needs replacing, go with a proven tough Duralast battery only at AutoZone. They're built with patented technologies to deliver the most power during startup in even the most extreme conditions. As temperatures go up, keep your battery going strong with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone! Auto zone.
0: participate in the program call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome
2: back to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here. This segment of the program is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling, and if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like political, social unrest, and more. From unexpected illnesses to life threatening accidents, delayed luggage, or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying the trip. You can find more information at on Call International or just go to the radio show's website, RudyMaxa.com excuse me, RudyMaxa.com, scroll on down that homepage and you'll see a link to Oncall International. Well this is the Third year that our friend uh, Jay Sorensen, he's the president of a Wisconsin-based company called IdeaWorks. It's an airline consulting firm. Third year, he, in this case, along with uh, um, Switchfly.com, a company that provides software to travel companies and runs loyalty programs, et cetera, um, has looked at the frequent flyer programs of major airlines and around the world, by the way, and found the ones that are the most generous to those of us who are looking for award seats and those that are the most stingy. Jay, welcome back to the show. Nice to have you here. Hello, Rudy. Hello, Jay. Well, now, what is the lead headline for this year's uh, study?
7: I think the lead headline with, for your listeners who live in the United States is that uh, Southwest Airlines can't be beat. Um, they've been in the top uh, for a couple of years now, and they came in with a 100% score uh, for 2012. So they are running a very uh, consumer-focused uh, frequent flyer program.
2: Can you very briefly describe the methodology
7: of this study? What we did is we, we spent a tremendous amount of time tapping away uh, at lap, uh, on laptops, and we took 280 different... Uh, We made 280 queries for each of 23 frequent flyer programs, and we basically pretended like we were a traveler, a traveler uh, 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 booking travel for two, looking for the lowest priced uh, super saver style reward ticket. Uh, We visited the websites of 23 airlines and used identical dates uh, for each of the airlines in in the survey for the period of June through October, and we did this in March.
2: And let me underline one thing you said. You were looking for that lowest level of generally for domestic ticket, 25,000 miles round trip. And these days, a lot of airlines say, well, you know, we don't have 25,000-mile ones, but we got for 50,000, we'll give you that free ticket. Or in the case of Delta, they've got sort of an, an in-between one. But you were, looking just right. for the, you were looking for the best, lowest mileage, uh, you know, return for your miles, basically.
7: Yeah, and with with there's two programs in the uh, in the survey this year that have a bit of a, a little bit of a caveat. One is Southwest, the other one is JetBlue, where they don't have fixed reward levels uh, like 25,000 miles. You use your points to buy a reward ticket, but even there, we looked at 25,000 points as the hurdle uh, because uh, $25,000 spent in a credit card uh, at Southwest Airlines will give you 25,000 points, in $25,000 spent on a credit card at American Airlines will give you 25,000 miles. So we looked at that as the, as the equalizer between the uh, different styles.
2: And you found that uh, six of, of what you call the value airlines, Southwest, yeah. uh, uh, JetBlue, Virgin Australia, et cetera, had reward seats available in 93.5% yeah. of queries. That's a very high number, isn't it?
7: Well, you know, it surprises people because people think, well, if it's a low fare airline, they really should probably offering less. And I think there's a couple of reasons for this. Number one, these airlines, and I know this for a a certain with uh, Southwest and and Air Berlin, which is another 100% scoring airline, um, I know that their management makes a conscious decision to really make more reward seats available. And I think they do that because these programs typically don't have the options for upgrades uh, long-distance sure. trips to Paris or to Australia. Uh, so they, they have to do better um, by offering the basic uh, reward of a 25,000-mile domestic reward or whatever. Um, you know, their route systems generally are not as sexy as uh, carriers such as Lufthansa, Singapore, or
2: United. Uh, Lufthansa did pretty good, though, coming in at uh, 92 point, uh, 92.1% in responses. But generally, seventeen other carriers that aren't value carriers—Delta, uh, American Airlines, Alaska, um, U.S. Airways, et cetera—seventeen of those only average about sixty-three percent favorable response to queries uh, for tickets and. Uh, you also uh, you also note that American dropped significantly this year, but boy, at the bottom of the class, way at the bottom of the class, okay, Air Berlin, Southwest have granted 100 uh, percent, gave you 100 percent satisfaction, gave you a t- tick. Delta Airlines, 27 percent?
7: Yeah. Well, you know, they, they've always, you know, we, we looked at other areas um, That's as well stingy. in the survey for this year. We looked at, for example, we looked at close-in bookings where we said, okay, how do airlines do two weeks out, if you book mm-hmm. a trip two weeks out? And mm-hmm. even there, uh, Delta was at the bottom of that pile. Then we looked at something else that was kind of interesting. We looked at, um, uh, we looked at uh, three carriers, and this is really targeted to people who live in New York. We looked at JetBlue, United, and Delta. And what is the average price that they offer for a domestic ticket? Um, so whether or not they, they, they offered a super saver-style reward or not, we, we, we recorded how many miles or points... Was the, was the best available price for the query that we made. And there, JetBlue came in best. You know, 19,344 points was the average price. Um, and the, the Delta came in with the highest average price of, of just about uh, 32,000 miles.
2: Uh, Jay, so, we are running yeah, out of time. What is your website where people can go and look at this the results? IdeaWorksCompany.com. And Jay Sorensen is the president of IdeaWorksCompany.com. Do you have to spell out company or is it CO?
7: the owner and in the cheap bottle
2: washer. But in this, in the URL, is it company or CO?
0: Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com.
4: I believe
7: I can do anything. So when it came to learning a new language, I knew I had to do it the way I learn. No books, no memorizing or translating. I wanted to learn the same way I learned my first language, naturally. That's why I chose Rosetta Stone.
0: Rosetta Stone invites you to be a part of its biggest language learning event in history. Because in 2012, we want to help three million people learn a new language. That's why we're gonna give you an absolutely free demo of our language immersion technology. To participate in this free, nationwide event, just call 1-800-507-5898. Si yo puedo hacerlo, usted puede hacerlo. If I can do it, you can do it. To participate in this free, nationwide event, call now for your free demo from Rosetta Stone. Call 1-800-507-5898. That's
1: 1-800-507-5898. If you have gout, listen closely. That's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it, and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to
4: keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level.
5: Get in the zone!
4: Summer's coming, so make sure your battery can handle the heat. Get it tested for free today at AutoZone before you get stranded. And if yours needs replacing, go with a proven tough Duralast battery only at AutoZone. They're built with patented technologies to deliver the most power during startup in even the most extreme conditions. As temperatures go up, keep your battery going strong with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. Auto Zone. And now, GEICO presents 30 Seconds with Maxwell the Pig. Uh, Hey, everyone. I'm Maxwell, and um, my life is kind of awesome because whenever GEICO wants to talk about their new mobile app, they're like, "Um, hey, Maxwell, you feel like coming to the studio and and talking about how the app lets you manage your policy, you know, and get roadside help and even customize it with your favorite GEICO character? And I'm like, maybe are there going to be snacks? (laughs) Everything you love about
5: GEICO, now mobile. Download the new GEICO app today.
2: I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance.
0: Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world.
2: Welcome back. It's uh, 43 minutes after the hour. And you know, we've been talking over the last several weeks about going to London for the Summer Games. And I wanted to invite Steve Shulam aboard. Uh, he is the president of Strictly Vacations, it's a travel agency uh, based in. Uh, Santa Barbara. Well, excuse me. I'm not going to talk to Steve Schuler about that. I want to talk to him about that cruise ship incident. I'm sorry, Steve. We, in the next hour, we have a, a travel agency coming on to talk about the Summer Olympic Games. I'm terribly sorry. Steve is, however, the, still the president of Strictly Vacations, based in Santa Barbara, and he is the guy who booked the elderly couple aboard a seaborne cruise line, and when I believe it was just the wife who declined to attend the safety briefing, the mandatory safety briefing at the start of the cruise, um, they were put off on a dock. Where were they, Steve, where were, they, uh, where were they let off the well, ship? Well, it
5: wasn't at the start of the cruise, and that's what's so controversial about the whole thing. They were on a back-to-back cruise.
2: Right, so, so they had already been on a the segment the ship of a the cruise.
5: The first day they went, both of them, to the uh, drill. But then seven days later, it was another cruise, and that's when they got booted off. She did not show up to the second drill. She was not feeling well.
2: And she felt she had been to it seven days earlier, and she didn't go. And where were they left off?
5: Uh, In Lisbon. And this whole incident happened in less than an hour. When the husband had gone to the drill and and he told them that my wife's not feeling well, they said, don't worry, we'll go get her. And when he went back to the room 45 minutes later, they had already made the decision to throw both of them off the ship.
2: Did they so provide transportation from Lisbon know, home?
5: I'm, well, I'm sorry?
2: Did they provide transportation from Lisbon no, to somewhere? No, that's
5: how I heard about it. I was just coming back from the Oceana Riviera on the, the inaugural, and I was on the airplane, and I land in LAX, and I get this urgent call from our 24-hour line saying that we've just uh, worked on getting your clients home. So, no, it was, it was our responsibility and our agency put the uh, flights together. And they had to do 2 nights' hotels to get home.
2: And, and what, uh, what were the just, ages just of this couple? They what
5: at the port to fend for themselves.
2: And what, the ages of the, what are the ages of this couple? Well, the
5: husband was 90, and she was 84.
2: And Seabourn so is not a uh, discount cruise line. It's one of the top, top, most premier, most luxurious cruise lines. You would think that passenger relations might be handled a little better.
5: I think they went a little too extreme. I thought, really, the punishment was a little too severe for the crime. I really do.
2: You know, David Rowell, who's a frequent guest on this show, writes a, a blog called The Travel Insider each week, and he had a really different take on it. He said, you know what? All you do is go to the dining room and put on a uh, a life jacket, and the captain or the safety director tells a few jokes, and that's it. He says the hard part of evacuating a ship is is getting to the deck finding a lifeboat and getting in the water. And he said, looking back on the Costa Concordia thing, which has really heightened people's awareness of this whole thing, uh, it's really the captain and his senior staff who should be attending the safety briefing because they were out in the water (laughs) while the Filipino, you know, Kitchen staff were trying to get right. passengers off. What's your take? Right. I mean, what should well, they have done? Should... That being said, this all did happen
5: because of the Concordia. I've, had, yes. I've been doing World Cruise clients for over 20 years, and they usually do not go or even are even asked to make it mandatory to go to these drills after you've done it once.
2: And what would you have done if you were. Seaborn's C- owned
5: by Carnival Corporation. Carnival Corporation owns Costa, and they've made it a, an internal rule so that it's now mandatory. So this is something new. And as much as I want to say I'm sorry, you know, I feel bad for the clients, the clients did know. You know, she was in the shower, she wasn't feeling well, but there were plenty of opportunities for her to know, uh, you know, that she had to be there. She just wasn't feeling well, but she, she tells me she did not realize that if she didn't go, they are going to be thrown off
2: the ship. Because and they had the been on the previous part of that cruise. They had already been to one of these briefings, so it wasn't as if it was all new to her. Days prior. And... Uh, uh, has has Seaborne reached back out to them? To they the have, comment?
5: actually. I talked to Rick Meadows, the president, yesterday, and we were talking a lot. And his most his, the theme on the conversation with him was just passenger safety and that it has gone through the roof and that every little aspect of that ship is being looked at, and things are going to get even tougher as the year goes on. But he did realize that maybe the crime was a little bit too harsh, and he is refunding them. Uh, the, the value of the 11 days that they did not get to enjoy on their cruise. So I thought that was a fair, a fair settlement.
2: All right. I'll go along with you on that, Steve. Hey, Steve, thanks for fighting for your clients. You're very and, welcome. Uh, I'm sorry? You're very welcome. And thank you for joining us in Rudy Max's World. We may turn to you now and then for some uh, insight into the cruise business, if you don't mind.
5: You got it. Thank you very much.
2: Steve Shulam is the president of StrictlyVacations.com. Uh, you can check out his website. The agency specializes in cruises. It is based in Santa Barbara, and the website is StrictlyVacations, dot com. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Got a couple deals for you in the final segment. Hope you'll stick around. And uh, if you go to Facebook, look for Rudy Max's Radio Show, and uh, friend me there if you don't mind, and you can stay abreast of some of the travel news that I post. We'll be right back.
0: segment of rudy max's world is brought to you by service magic now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs remodeling plumbing needs maid services and so much more visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com that's homebuild411.servicemagic.com
2: welcome back to rudy max's world where it's 52 minutes after the hour we're here on your favorite station every weekend for an hour or two talking about travel nice to have you With us, you can write me anytime at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com if you have a segment idea, if you have a reaction to one of our guests you want to talk about. If you have a travel question, uh, we very well, I may answer you very quickly by email or by phone, uh, but uh, I don't do trip planning. Please don't call me and tell me you're visiting four countries in Europe and you need to know what to see in each city. I don't do trip planning, but if you've got a consumer travel question, we'll try to answer it either in person or uh, on the air. So give us, a, give us drop us a line at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, or you may call 800-387-8025. Now, you will most likely, except when we're on the air, get a recording. It's my voice inviting you to leave a message. Feel free to leave a message, a phone number to get back to you at if, it, if, if that is required, and about what time is good to call you so I don't disturb your dinner. Uh, the FBI this week warned travelers to beware a rash of malicious software updates that are aimed at hotel guests using hotel Wi-Fi services. If you're in a hotel and you're signed on to their Wi-Fi system and you see a pop-up window notifying you of a required software update, ignore it. Don't infect your laptop. Simply ignore it. The FBI, unfortunately, was not specific about the frequency or location of these attacks, just that they're on the upswing. So be advised. And Virgin Atlantic announced this week it's going to allow cell phone users to make calls on its London-New York route. It'll cost you about $1.60 a minute, or about 35 cents for a text message. May I suggest you use text messaging? Uh, don't worry, not everyone around you will be chatting on their phones the entire way across the Atlantic because the bandwidth for this only allows about as many as, well, I've seen numbers between 5 and 10 people to be using the satellite service at the same time. Plus, at sixty a minute, I don't think you'll be having folks having real long conversations. Uh, here's a footnote. FCC regulations won't allow the service to be used unless an aircraft is 250 miles away from the U.S., Virgin Atlantic says it hopes to expand the service to 10 routes by year's end. And, you know, uh, when I, I, we talked to Jay Sorensen about the airlines and how generous or not they are in awarding frequent flyer tickets, I just wanted to clarify the website where you can go and see, if you work, work the systems of particular airlines, go and see how generous that airline is. You can find that information at IdeaWorks Company, and you have to spell out the name company. I was asking him that at the end of the segment, but... Uh, He didn't quite understand me before we got cut off by the computer for commercials. Uh, IdeaWorksCompany.com. So spell out the word company, IdeaWorksCompany.com. And there you will see this list of airlines and which ones are the most generous when it comes to awarding uh, at least the basic 25,000-mile or 25,000-point award tickets. Let's do a couple deals of the week here. Thank you, Jeff, for the cash register signifying deal of the week. Uh, Well, to begin with, let's see. To begin with, this is a good deal. This is a great deal. Um, This weekend marks Armed Forces Day, and the Interior Department is using the occasion to announce that beginning this Saturday, all active-duty military personnel and their dependents will be able to visit any national park for free. Uh, An annual national parks pass normally costs about $80, and it provides access to more than 2,000 national parks and refuges and other public lands. The Park Service estimates that allowing military personnel and their dependents to visit national parks for free this weekend will result in a loss of about two to six million. Excuse me, this is all summer. This is not just weekend. The beginning this Saturday, not just this weekend. This is for all summer, all active duty, or actually, it looks like looks like all year. It doesn't seem to be a limit on it. Wow. Well, the Park Service estimates this move will result in a loss of about 2 to $6 million a year, but says it's a great way to thank service members and their families for the sacrifices they make for this country. Okay, so this is being announced this weekend because Armed Forces Day. But if you're in the military or you're military dependent, you can now visit any national park for free beginning this Saturday of this weekend. Now, this is active-duty military personnel, not retired. Active duty. Well, great deal. Now, there's your best deal. All right, we've got a couple other deals. Lon Chile, the Chilean airlines, has got some deals. Uh, it's a little unclear to me, looking at this, uh, where exactly or when exactly you've got to book by. I see one of the deals requires that you book by June 3rd. So let's use that as the bookmark for this. But, you know, do it, uh, do it sooner rather than later if this sounds attractive to you. Um Lon Chile is offering flights Miami to Easter Island round trip all in that means taxes and fees the whole thing $1,200 actually $1,199 let us call it $1,200 travel must begin on or after August 16th you've got to stay at least three days but you can't stay longer than three months I don't think you want to stay at three months on Easter Island Um, but you can check this out at LonLAN.com. Same price, New York Easter Island round trip, $1,200. Same price, Los Angeles Easter Island round trip, $1,200. dollars you got to complete your travel by December 5th, but it's all starting December 16th. Um, Same price, San Francisco Easter Island round trip. Now, this is one that says travel, uh, uh, well, same thing. Travel must begin on or after August 16th. Again, unfortunately, I'm reading all the small print here. I've gone over it all. It doesn't say when you've got to book your tickets, except one does say by June 3rd. So, but I wouldn't trust that. I would if this sounds. If you've always wanted to go to Easter Island, call Lon Chile and talk to him for 1,200 bucks from Miami, New York, L.A., and San Francisco. You can do it. After about six minutes of news from your local station and uh, some spots, we'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World for Hour 2. If your station is leaving us after this first hour, see you here again next weekend in Rudy Max's World. Have a lovely week. Hope to see you again soon.
0: You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.